Welcome, welcome to Nerd Thug Wrestling. Yay! I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. And you are listening to the first episode. First episode. Ever. Premiere of Nerd Thug Wrestling. That's right. You're listening to us on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Sister stations. Worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. And you can interact with us at Facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio. Oh, yeah. You'd be real proud of me. I only said ball control one time last, yeah? last night. Yeah. We are in the beginning stages of the rebrand of Nerd Thug Radio. Yeah. So this is your your show where it's now... Nerd Thug Wrestling. Nerd Thug Wrestling. We talk all things crackers. Of course. Of course. Food and Sam Watterson and Carrie Lowell and everything else. Yeah, if you're not talking about Law nope. & Order, I don't even want to hear it. Nope, nope. We talk all things wrestling. If you're into wrestling, this show is for you. Yeah. I'm excited. I am uh, I'm like a, a three. Uh, we were supposed to have a special guest, and then his uh, <laughs> his dog got sick. Is that what he said? Yeah, he all said right. that okay. uh, his... Fiance. Oh, fiance. Out of town, and the ah. dog is sick, so he needed to go home and check on the dog and take care of it. Well, I hope he had to but clean up a big mess, but everything's okay. He's saying he wants to rebook for next week, so I won't tell you who the guest is. That way, when he comes on next week, you'll know. You tell him he has to bring me a sandwich. I didn't want anyone now. to know we talked about him like this. But, anyways. You tell him he has to bring me a sandwich now. So, this is your uh, wrestling show. We're going to cover all things wrestling. We're going to recap uh, usually what happened in the week of wrestling. Yeah. Uh, but since we're kind of behind times, uh, there's some fast stuff that's been moving and going on in the wrestling world. Uh, this premiere episode is kind of the catch up. Uh, Not y- the mustard. Uh, oh, you know what? I always sub ketchup for mustard, though. So do you? do you? Yeah, I love ketchup, man. I do too. I don't do. I don't like mustard on things. Like, I like I don't ketchup like it. and mustard and mayonnaise mixed. Uh, that's like a all three. That's like a Cajun sauce. All three. Uh, I do like like honey mustard, but only certain brands of honey mustard. That is true. I like that too. Yeah, but it's got to be a certain brand. Yeah, like certain honey mustards are are are, are garbage. Yeah, Burger like King garbage. Yes, Popeyes garbage. But KFC garbage. Chick Fil A good. Yeah, muy bueno good. Yeah. All right, let's talk wrestling. Okay. So uh, a lot of things is happening. We're getting into what they like to call WrestleMania season. We are on the road to WrestleMania, so we'll get a little bit of that. Uh, we're going to discuss a little bit about uh, this uh, all elite wrestling. What we think it means uh, in the wrestling world coming up? Yeah, I've I've uh, we've I've commented a couple times on my uh, articles on wrestling reports on the sportsmaphouston.com. Go check those out. Check them out. Check them out. Shameless I, I, plug. I guess I'm like Houston's wrestling guy now. That's yeah, what which I'm is saying. weird because I'm so much better than you. You really are, but like <laughs> you you write. So yeah, you win. <laughs> if you if you weren't such a terror, you're not a bad writer. It's it's I could write that stuff. I just uh, yeah. It's really I'm not I'm not breaking any real ground. There's no pulets are coming my I way. I don't have the time. Man, we like yeah. Time is not on my side. No, time. You know who I hate? Russell Brand from that one clip where they're like, "Okay, we're out of time." He's like, "No, we're not. Time is infinite. Yeah. Time's not infinite, man. Like I'm yeah. out of time. I'm all out of time. time. It's bedtime. <laughs> I'm trying to read books and stuff, and like I'm never nope. I'm always like running around. Yeah, time is infinite, but there's certain brands of restrictions. You have to like, oh, it's bedtime. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's work time. Yeah. Oh, it's wife time. Shut okay. up, Russell. What do you know? No personal time. Although he was married to Katy Perry, which sounds like one of my dream jobs. Uh, for a hot minute. Yeah. Um, That's exactly what I'm looking for. There's some other stuff going on, um, like this whole Dean Ambrose thing. Like I, I want to touch base on that okay, here. Okay, I'm go. in. Yeah. Uh, but let's just start. Let's recap. Uh, let's do this. Let's recap the week okay. in professional wrestling. Specifically, I would say... We'll do the Raw SmackDown the and then we'll stuff. go to the... Yeah, okay. The big stuff. So, Raw, um, I think it's interesting that they opened with Becky Lynch again. Yeah. Uh, I think she has just become... Their thing, they're go- yeah. They're like I think they're really pushing as you know we, this pushes into the road to WrestleMania as a female headliner for WrestleMania this year, uh, and it's going to be Becky Lynch be and Ronda. I don't think this is the first main event female though, right? For that, no, no, it will be for WrestleMania. It will be. I thought they did a. No. Didn't they do? It'll, it? it'll be the take home match. The, the the last match is always the main event. Okay, I thought they've been doing like these co main events. Yeah, lately. Yeah, that's crap. Okay, all right, fair enough. Okay, this will be the last match of the night. I agree with that. Yep. Um, unless, I don't know, I think it will be. Depends on what happens with Seth Rollins here in the next, they got like three weeks to build up Seth Rollins, but. I got more than that. Well, it's, uh. April? Yeah, you're right, you're right. 
I um I don't I mean I really I do like the Becky Lynch stuff. I I just wish I don't I don't like the whole Triple H and, and Stephanie get involved because A, the person that she's fighting, Ronda Rousey, Rousey's big like coming into WWE, she was feuding with these two people. Right. So like they should have a hatred towards her. Well and, and unless Stephanie, there's gonna be some kind of big twist. Well Stephanie kinda shot it that way too, where she was like, Listen, I want you to go kick her butt, but if the knee's messed up, you gotta say something. But now like Triple H on SmackDown was telling her that she's think he thinks she's scared to fight Rousey. Which, so I don't So I made this maybe comment. they just need to stay out of it, those two. I made this comment about Ronda Rousey. With Ronda Rousey, there's a bit of a believability issue. Um and by that I mean most of these matchups and most of these these wrestling personas, I believe they can they can go at each other. But when Ronda Rousey gets in the ring with most of these people, she just looks physically different. Yeah, she does. Than most of these other women in the sense that I don't believe these other women could fight her. Like if they booked a Mandy Rose Ronda Rousey match. No. No. I mean um, and so, like, it's it's only there's only a few people where I could conceivably see uh, a Tamina, uh, Nia Jax. Yeah. Now, Becky Lynch, they've done this thing where they've built up her personality. Right. Um, Sonya Deville, she can get in there with her. Allegedly. MMA background. Allegedly. But Sonya Deville doesn't look like Ronda Rousey. No. Like, there's just something about the way Ronda Rousey physically I think it's moves. Her, it's her name. Well, it's Everyone also, knows... I, it's because we've all seen her fight, right? Like right. Everyone that's, on the that's all, everyone on the planet has seen Ronda Rousey fight. I mean, if I was Becky Lynch, I'd like I could just hit you once in the head and you'd be done. Right. Well, yeah. But yeah, I gotta be I gotta be a twelve time kickbox let champion. Me, let me kick that. you in the side of the head. I mean, Holly Holm was not a joke. Uh, dropped. Um. But like, when they get in the ring, when the wrestlers get in the ring with each other, we always kind of believe uh, there's that we we know it's fake, but we believe it. And there's, yes. There's an element of of hold your breath, let's see what happens. The problem with Ronda Rousey is she's. I just. I think she has a believability issue. I think she well, doesn't. I think part of the believability issue is she's so green. Like she. She hasn't been wrestling for so long. There's there's botches you in know, the matches, but then beyond that, but also. But beyond that, when you look at okay, so you got Becky and Charlotte and Sasha and and Bailey and th- those are your four big women that been here. Oscar, even you've seen them around. You you yeah. know they're professional wrestlers. You know it's a work. You know they're gonna. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. know what's happening. Like you don't know who's gonna win per se. You don't know what they're gonna pull out the hat. What they're gonna do? That's the surprising part. But you know they're wrestlers. But I don't think everyone is completely convinced that Ronda Rousey is now a wrestler. I think everyone still sees her as this former BA MMA champion. You know, judo first woman judo to win a medal at the Olympics. Yeah, or I, whatever. Like they, they still see her as that. They don't see her as a wrestler. Well, see, but I mean it the other way. I don't mean believability like that. She's not a wrestler. I what I mean is when she is in a ring and you're supposed to believe that these two people are going to physically compete. I don't, I don't think the other person stands a chance. Well, that's the, that's part of it, right? Right. Because yeah, you've seen what she's done. Like yeah, physically, her, like her whole her, resume is in a real fight. You've seen what exactly, her done, and no one's convinced now that she really is a professional wrestler and. Is this really happening? Are they really going to go at it? Like, right? You, and, you don't know. And if they, if there was even that element of realism, she would. She is the champ, and she would be the champ, and she should be the champ because right. You just, she's just going to walk through and actually hurt people, break people's arms. Right. Yeah, that one lady never tapped out, and then like her arm moved. Nah. Was, but I think that's part cool. of it. I mean, you know, and, and and part of it too, where I I think that the whole like social media thing and like. Becky Lynch and they're they're taking shots at each other and stuff on on Twitter. Like I think the worst thing that's ever happened to wrestling is Twitter and social media. I don't know. I think they use. I think WWE uses it well. I don't I think it's. I don't think it's it. a mistake. I think it helps their twenty four hour. I hate cycle it. as a avid like look. You know me. I've always been finding ways to research and find out what's going on you wrestling love it. before you love that. It. But with Twitter, it's you know they they do. But then again, at the same time. You're saying stuff gets out. Yeah, they they put their personal stuff out. Like there was, you know, a time where you were supposed to believe that Roman Reigns and Braun Strowman hate each other. This is like two years ago, I think. And then they went on a vacation. And they're on together. vacation together, yeah. having a good time. You're like, that's not that takes away from the story. Like, oh, this is just a show, which I we know it is. Yeah. But you you want to put everything into it to make it so believable. But, but don't you think that that means stuff like the WWE Diva show takes away from all of it? Yeah, like I hate that ten, too. The ten girls literally go on trips together. Yeah, I hate know. that. But that's the reality, right? The realness of this is 
you know, they're traveling 250 days a year together, yeah. city to city to city to city. So what I do like is the one show where they, they travel together. Because typically it's two people who oh, it's are... like the carpool karaoke. Yeah, yeah something yeah, like yeah. that. Like there was a time where Alexa Bliss and Nia Jax were traveling together, and they were buddies. They were buddies on the show. But then as soon as stuff started going left with their story, they were no longer traveling together. Right, and, I, um, and that made it more believable in that aspect. Yes, in that um, part you're right. Like that's stuff that they can control. But you know, a lot of stuff, Twitter wise, they can control it to an extent, but not so much. The other thing I hate is whenever they put on like NXT like on a Saturday or a Wednesday or the UK show, they've got it. Like I don't even get a chance. Like you, the UK show is in the middle of the morning or the middle of the day because it's in England. Yeah, yeah time change. But they're like putting on Instagram and they're putting on uh, the results. The results is like, hey, I haven't even a chance to watch this yet. Now I, I don't even want to go watch it. I know who won. Um, I hate when that happens. That might be the one thing that they can do better. Yeah. That might that definitely. Part. Um, you know, put like a twelve hour moratorium, or, or like when they have those like big shows overseas and stuff, they leak what happens before the show's even like aired yet. Right. Well, and UFC does a good job of controlling that stuff. They ask the media. You know, the fight will be in Brazil. Right. Technically, it'll you know it'll happen here at three in the morning, and then they air it right. at like you know six. And they in hold the off on releasing and, and stuff. And they ask the media to just go, hey, hey, let's. Uh, Listen, we're not going to change anything, but you don't report anything. But then until again, it goes. to me, like you see these Twitter feuds, and it's hard to like get behind them because, like, okay, I, it's it's all part of a work. Like, I, I get it. Well, yeah, but I mean, uh, to me, it might for other people. To me, it doesn't add to the story. I think it. I think it's interesting. It because makes me feel like it's less fake than it really is. It's to me, it's interesting because really, with these actors, what we're what they what we're doing is they're actors, right? Like they're they're in yeah. the role twenty four seven, right? I think that's really intriguing. I think that's what Becky Lynch has done. I think that's why she's captivated Absolutely. so many people. The man is uh, such a great it, bit. It is a good bit. I love it. And the way they're playing it out is a good one. So this is going to be some other stuff that's happened on Twitter uh, that involves the Dean Ambrose. I want to talk a little bit about that when we come back. But you don't go anywhere. You're listening to Nerd Thug Wrestling. What's up, Conroe? It's the Captain Joey Savage of Nerd Thug Radio. School is back in session, so let's talk about Cox ATA Martial Arts. As the leader in the American Taekwondo Association in North Houston, with two convenient locations, there's one in Conroe next to the Academy on North Loop 336, one in FMF 1488 in Magnolia. They have martial arts, self-defense, and leadership programs for everyone in the family. For those interested, check them out at coxata.com. And for those interested as well, mention Nerd Thug Radio to receive two free weeks of training. Cox ATA Martial Arts. We teach life skills, we build leaders, we leave a legacy. This is Rudy Tomjanovich, and welcome to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Wrestling. Oh, yeah. Did you almost do it? Did you, did you want to do it in your head? No. Man, it, it was hard I for me. I am a professional. Oh, well, I'm barely... You are not. I barely have my stuff together. I'm hanging N-T-W, on by a thread. N-T-W, N-T-W. Are, you cha- are we going to chant it? N-T-W. Nerd Thug Wrestling. No, I, I, I cracked you your code. You know what that means? Yeah. Okay, just uh, making yeah. sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we were talking about, you know, wrestling uh, and the Twitter, or social media, I would say. Yes. Um, so one thing that came out, uh, it's been about two weeks now, maybe, maybe three uh, Dean Ambrose. Yeah, about two weeks ago. Dean Ambrose, who's been one of the biggest stars in WWE the last five, six, he seven years. He has enjoyed years. a very good run. And not only that, he's been one of the most consistent. Yeah. Every year, he's he's in it 200 times a year. Everybody else is doing injuries and time off. He had a, yeah, he had an injury last year. But that, that was the first for, time. Took him out for a while. But more than that, I mean, he's been champion. He's been intercontinental champion. He's been... He's usually in some sort of main event on the SmackDown or the Raw brand. He has been one of the key players. Yeah. So his contract isn't up until April, allegedly. And they went ahead and announced in January that they had decided both parties not to re-sign the contract. And then they put it on social media under the WWE Twitter and Instagram, whatever. They confirmed it, which to me, I don't buy you think it's a work? I think it's a work. In what way do you think? Like, what do you think the payoff is? Um, I think they're trying, you know, I, I'm not 100% sure what the payoff is, but I think they're trying to build on this, like, AEW stuff. You know, will they go? Will they stay? Will they go? Will they stay? And, like, trying to big build him up. You know, he's had this lunatic fringe. He's had this, like, anti-authority 
like kind of figure. Yeah, but this last, but last I mean, they, weeks, the but if they say, yeah, they've been kind of putting him down. But if they say they don't sign him, and then he keeps coming out, like now he's invading WWE or he's pulling that. Oh, trying to do the NWO thing. Not even the NWO, the but outsiders, just some something like that. I just, I have never seen the WWE confirm that they were not going to re-sign a wrestler as big as this. No, 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 no. no. Chris Jericho, they've they've publicly confirmed with Chris Jericho numerous times. That he's doing other events. Well, no, and stuff. Chris Jericho has a special contract. It's it's understood. Okay, but they have not once ever with any key player in any part of the WWE when it was the WCW era, whether it was TNA trying to make a small run, anything that they weren't going to re-sign one of their top players. Usually, it's like the day it happens, they're like it's very quiet, and, and they like, just send the guy home. It's very quiet. Like, and then Rybach makes a, a Twitter comment. Yeah, and that's and the like, first time you realize you haven't like, seen him in two weeks. Today, uh, the contract of, you know, such, it, such has been terminated. terminated. Uh, we wish him his best in all his future endeavors. Like, never do they, like, I mean. So, here's what I think. Here's here's my counter argument to you. The AEW stuff, which we're obviously going to have into to get here, into here in a minute. Next segment. Um, or this one, who knows. The AEW stuff is pushing them to change old school WWE behaviors. And by that, I mean... There's been all kinds of pressure from inside the locker room for guys and storylines and opportunities. Right. So, and so and so Vince McMahon has been like, okay, all right, let's give the unhappy people with contracts that are coming up soon. Let's give them a shot. Let's give them their pushes. Let's see if we can show them what the limelight looks like. And if they stick, then, yeah, we can come back and pay them money because it's working for the first time. And that's, and that's not his typical MO. Typically, if your contract's coming up and you start pushing him for more opportunity – in his mind, there's no point. But that's the re- that's my rebuttal. Like the revival, for instance. Right, the revival last out. He said no. They're like a year and a half away from their contract even being up. It's right. It's not like soon. Like nope, we're not gonna do that. We're gonna push you actually. But but like Finn Balor, I I, I bet his contract's coming up because he's two years in. It's been two years it's been for longer him. Than two. But uh, but I'm saying like no, the whole Universal Title run Dean, has been him. The Dean Ambrose is a bigger star than anybody else on that roster. Like, right, and that's what I think. Like, why I think would we? Why would you publicly come out and be like, we're not going to resign the to, biggest star on our roster? Give him the opportunity to book future things. I think this is. I think exactly. Why do they what, owe him anything. They've never done that for anybody. But else. that's because I think things have changed, and so I think him. I think what happened is amicably he said, "Listen, I've seen Cody Rhodes' success. There's a little bit more money for me outside with him." Than inside with I you. I don't think there's no more money. I think there is. I think I don't know. It's just it's hard for me to fathom a guy, his creativity and what he wants to do is so much more important than working and traveling on the same brand that his wife's on. Listen, listen. I when Cody wife, when Cody Rhodes left, I thought at that time that it was a huge mistake because of how big WWE is. What Cody Rhodes has now done and built no, is, is a great blueprint. So I feel like a guy like Dean Ambrose, for the first time in his career, sees an opportunity to both wrestle, which is what he loves, and make money, but in a way where he picks and chooses. I could do three months at Ring of Honor. I could do three months with with New Japan. I could then go do this. He can now control his... Forget going to to Cheesetown, Vermont, and doing a Monday Night Raw, and then driving 16 hours to to go do a public appearance... At the children's hospital on Wednesday to then catch a flight, go back with the road crew. I just this puts him in complete control where he can limit his appearances, control his merch one hundred percent, and then also make his money. He's built a heck of a brand. So in my mind, I think how it goes for him is I think he goes to WWE and WWE says, "Listen, what do you say to let's okay, let's say AJ Styles is doing two a year right now. So they go to let's let's say they go to Dean Ambrose and they go, hey man." Two and a half for the next three years. And he goes, listen, for that two and a half, you want me to do 250 appearances? How about if we do two and a half for 17 appearances? And they go, whoa, whoa. We're not giving you the Brock Lesnar deal. So then he goes, okay, all right, well, listen, have fun with Brock. Enjoy your boo. Enjoy your main events getting booed. Enjoy Saudi Arabia. I'm going to go ahead and hang out. With the other wrestlers and do the other thing, then respectfully, I'll finish my contract here. No issues, no harm, no foul. When I leave, I want to leave clean, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna honor all my obligations to you. But then when I leave, I get to go book whatever I want. All I ask is that you just not bury me. 
They're going to bury him. They're not. because all No, they're, they're going to bury him. Well, they kind of have. They had him just toss he's a gonna, match to EC3. Well, he's going to lose. He's, he's going to wrestle at every event, no he's doubt. He's going to lose to Nia Jax. Yeah. He's going to wrestle at every event, and then he's going to lose to everybody. But I think the difference that with him. doesn't hurt him. I think the, oh, it does hurt him. I think no, the difference doesn't. with him and Cody Rhodes is Cody Rhodes' character was not what he wanted to do. I'm not so sure that the character that Dean Ambrose is going to do when he leaves is going to be the same exact character. Right, but think about the amount of money he can make versus the appearances he'll have to take to do it. Right now, the check he can cash from Ring of Honor and New Japan is going to be real good. It's going to be real good. Is it? Yeah, and then plus the merch and all that? Yes. in um, In a world where you're traveling so much and... But anything he does is going to be less travel. Because of how much the WWE makes their people Okay, great. Travel. Well, I mean, your wife's going to be traveling 360 days a year. So yeah, but listen, this is—they're both in their—they're both youngish, early 30s and newly married. But okay, earn for the next two, three years. We'll make it work. It and won't then, last. Ah, I mean, that's a—that's a bold statement to make about the it's personal relationship. To. I'm just saying, if I'm—I was 100% with Cody Rhodes. Like, get out, do your own thing. It's worked out great for him. Right. He's surrounded by his friends, his wife. They do whatever they want. They go do what they want when they want. Right. With Dean Ambrose, like he could still be a huge player in the WWE. His wife is the first female commentator commentator on right. Raw, the channel, the show he's on. Yeah. So they're traveling, so they're with each other all the time. And in a world of wrestling, well, that doesn't happen often. Like that's something you got to be like, mm, what's the is is that is it worth now? Is my career making the same amount of money worth not spending time with my wife? Right, anymore? but we don't know. We don't know. What oh, the, I know. We don't know what the health situation looked like for him during that rehab process. Yeah, I watched that documentary. <laughs> but that's the WWE making it when they're like, and then he gets to come back and take more bumps. Here's the reality. It might have been a really rough four months for him. And he goes, man, listen, if I'm going to go through this and I'm going to, why am I giving WWE half on my shirts? Why am I giving WWE 200? I mean, you think he sells as many shirts outside of the WWE? If he sells less, he still makes more. Sells... Half as much he makes the same. Same. Okay, but let's say <laughs> let's say he does seven. If he does anything over half, if he goes sixty yeah, percent over half, yeah. I don't know. I just I, I I'm having a hard time. And I could be wrong, which I'm okay with. But I'm having a hard time buying that they are going to announce and make it public that they're not going to resign their. Biggest I think star. this is out of respect to what Dean Ambrose has done for them. I think I think it could be a word. respect. Like they didn't give that same respect to anybody. But a lot ever. But I was rewatching the Monday Night Wars, and a lot of the times they didn't give that respect because they didn't realize they were losing those people. Those guys' contracts were up on a Monday, and Eric Bischoff was like, "Tell no one and come over on Tuesday." Right. So there was no time for the WWE to react so to that. Oh, I mean, so the only w- thing I can see is if maybe if they're keeping that from happening. That, if I, that's I, the case, I think it's a hundred percent. A hundred percent. If that's the case, like okay, well, guys, we know he's leaving. So when he shows up in all elite wrestling, it's not that cool because you knew he was stealing back. as much thunder as possible from the fact that these guys are going to go. I the guess WWE, from that angle, it, it makes sense. The WWE is going to lose people, and I think they know that. And I think right now, the thing is, let's not burn bridges because think about it this way: the AEW and all these other things are doing a lot of the promo work for WWE. When these guys come back. Think about the career AJ Styles built for himself. He went from being in, like, before NXT was NXT, he went from being a WWE dropout to yep. to going to TNA, to going to New Japan, and then coming back as the phenomenal one, AJ Styles. He is phenomenal. Finn Balor, I don't think he was ever WWE early, no. but he goes out and he builds a whole career without any money or touch from WWE. And then he gets to show up and he makes a couple million dollars yep. against health insurance, but WWE gets a, a ready-made star. Ready-made. That they don't have to do anything with. And I think that that's the the opportunity there for the WWE to not burn these bridges. Hangman Page, he might go out there and have a great year and a half with AEW. Then the contract's up or the whatever the match count is, and then he goes. Or all the rest of it doesn't make. Yeah, and then these guys need other places to land. But okay, they're ready-made stars. No, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not denying that part. I just it, it was hard for me to imagine them confirming they weren't going to bring someone back. The only way I can see this happening is if they are trying to steal that shock factor from him showing up somewhere else. I think I think there's I think there's a That's lot of it. I think there's a lot of open avenues now for WWE to realize these are the changes we need to make because just like I've always talked about, this is that golden age that we live in where oh, anyone it's golden. can do anyone can do anything they really want to try. I think wrestling is also in that category now. Wrestling has now become if you want to Cody Rhodes created this opportunity for so many people. Yeah. With that career that he built, that now anyone can follow that blueprint 
and see great success as long as they see. They got to bet on themselves. Yes, they got to bet on themselves. Anyone can do it. I mean, any of these guys has that opportunity. Now, if they go out there and fail, if they don't work the matches, I mean, it is what it is. You guys have tried before. I just don't think they have what Cody Rhodes had. But see, like, Cody Rhodes wasn't. That's the thing. Cody Rhodes was never in the WWE roster. He never jumped off the screen at me. So not you, but you're not a good wrestling fan. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll talk some more about wrestling. Probably this all elite wrestling stuff. You're listening to Nerd Thug Wrestling. What's up, Conroe? It's the Captain Joey Savage of Nerd Thug Radio. School is back in session, so let's talk about Cox ATA Martial Arts. As the leader in the American Taekwondo Association in North Houston, with two convenient locations, there's one in Conroe next to the Academy on North Loop 336, one in FMF 1488 in Magnolia. They have martial arts, self-defense, and leadership programs for everyone in the family. For those interested, check them out at coxata.com. And for those interested as well, mention Nerd Thug Radio to receive two free weeks of training. Cox ATA Martial Arts. We teach life skills, we build leaders, we leave a legacy. Hi, this is Kevin Smith, former Dallas Cowboy, Texas A&M Aggie as well. And I want to say what's up to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Wrestling. You sure you didn't want to do it that time? No, I almost said All Elite Wrestling. <laughs> Nerd Thug Wrestling. I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. You're listening to us on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. This stations. Worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. You can interact with us at Facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio. Oh, chicka chow. Before we jump off into this next bit, let's talk about my friend, the Nerd Ninja over at Cox ATA Martial Arts. Yeah. It's pretty good that we're doing a martial arts guy in the middle of a wrestling show. See? It's Ronda Rousey. Yeah. As a leader of martial arts in North Houston with two community locations, one in Conroe, one in Magnolia. Uh, ATA, the Nerd Ninja, they teach self-defense. They teach life skills. They build leaders. They do all kinds of things to make you a better, stronger, faster person. Kia. Who is happy with themselves. There you go. They've got programs for kids who are three all the way up to adults or kids who are 93. The kids and everybody. That's true. Here at uh, Cox ATA, if you mention Nerd Thug Radio, they'll give you a couple free weeks of training, see if you like it, and then uh, you will, so you'll continue. Duh. Because here at Cox ATA Martial Arts, we build leaders, we teach life skills, we leave a legacy. So the hottest ticket in wrestling going right now yes, is this new All Elite Wrestling. We've already been talking about it for two segments, basically. Uh, We've been talking around it, basically. I recall when we did this show and Cody Rhodes decided to leave the WWE on Nerd Thug Radio, Corey D.O.G. said it was the biggest mistake of his life. I did. I did. I said it was the greatest thing he's ever done. And you were super pumped. You I really was right. Were. Now, let's, let's... I was right. Let's be 100% real I about this. I was so correct. I've already eaten crow on this. I've already said I was wrong 100 times. Say However... It say it 101. That's fine. I was wrong. However... 102. At no point during our conversations where you're like, he's going to start his own wrestling brand and no. take all... This is way bigger than anyone ever thought it would be. No, yeah. He's gone way bigger. And yeah. so, uh, you know... They didn't re-sign. They were with Ring of Honor and New Japan. It was him and the Young Bucks, and they, they did their all-in show um, last year. Correct. Which you also didn't think was going to do well. Uh, I didn't until they booked the wrestling convention it around it. sold out once you quickly. Told me, once you told me they set the wrestling convention around it, I said, okay, never mind. It's gonna, it's, they're going to sell the tickets, though. They sold out of it super quick. But it wasn't and like it, it was also a, wasn't as big as they initially pitched it. It sounded initially like it was going to be like a... 25,000, 30,000 seat event. I think they it was like sold, a they sold 6, more tickets 8, for an indie seats. show than anybody ever. No, and that's no, and you're you're dead right. But what I mean is, initially when he announced it, they made it sound like it was like a hey, we're gonna we're gonna get in like somewhere and bum, 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 bum. yeah. And so so they announced uh, earlier this year they were doing a second all in in Vegas, double or nothing. The first one works. Why um, not? and then they also announced that they have partnered with Jacksonville Jaguars owner's son. I don't know his first name. His last name's Khan. No, I believe he is the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. His father is the person who's wealthier than him. Oh, so he does own the Jaguars too. I believe he is the. Uh, I believe the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars is the son of billionaire Shaq Khan, and then he is himself. His name Tony. 
He, I think, I think his name is Tom. Uh, maybe I'm getting it mixed up. The son is who is Tony Khan is who is over all elite. But I also he, believe he's a huge wrestling fan. Been he, tied in for a long time. Perhaps Tony Khan is running Shaw's company now. Maybe, maybe that's what it is. And so they have partnered together to bring a new wrestling promotion, All Elite Wrestling. Uh, they teased it for a long time on their uh, Being the Elite uh, YouTube channel show, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is very good. If you haven't watched it, you should. And uh, so they came, and they, it was you know it was Young Bucks and Brandy Rhodes and Cody Rhodes and Hangman Page. Uh, it was it kind of started with them, and then also SCU, which is Christopher Daniels, um, Frankie Kazarian, and Scorpio and Pot. Um, and then also, well, yeah, well that was the original, and then when they made their announcement. Pac, who used to be Neville, um, in uh, who was the most WWE. he was like the biggest cruiserweight you've ever seen, yeah, right? Like he could fly, yeah. He was a big dude though. There was a lot of people announced that uh, Joey Janela uh, was a, a guy that was on the Indies as a pretty big. He was at um, the All In show. They announced him. They announced a couple different people. Um, but here recently they've been adding more people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Chris Jericho is a part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, he's sort of like a front office role. It looks yeah. like it looks like he's going to be doing some matches, but he's also part of like managing this. Yeah. So they had a big uh, they had a big deal in Vegas yesterday, where they announced you know I guess it was a rally for the the new show. Uh, so they announced some new signings that were going to be correct, there. Correct. Correct. Um, you heard her on Nerd Thug Radio. Yes, I interviewed her. Uh, one of our first shows. One of our first interview shows. Uh, Second. Second interview show? Who was our Who was our first interview? Uh, the first wrestling interview. The, we went down there for the first time wrestling. Yes, uh, we didn't interview her. Oh, you're right. We interviewed. Uh, you're right. Uh, the Black Diamond. Yes, she's good too. She's she, on that uh, Women of Re- so Wow Women of Wrestling yeah, has yeah. come back. Uh, she's on that show, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. And uh, Ember Moon was also from that group. We had just missed her by like a couple weeks. Yeah. She had run through Booker T's reality of wrestling. Like so, uh, a couple weeks but before. it's Kylie Ray. Uh, I've always said I, I thought she's an amazing wrestler. She did. Uh, she did great at that Women's Royal Rumble that we had. Yeah, here, we saw her wrestle T's several times. I've seen wrestling. her wrestle several times at Ring Reality Wrestling. She's been traveling. She went uh, overseas to Japan. Uh, and they announced that she has signed with All Elite Wrestling, which is pretty cool. Congratulations uh, to her. That's they, uh, that's a great next step for yeah, her. Yeah, they've uh, also announced a few uh, Chinese uh, female wrestlers. Um, you were saying this, like, they, they signed a deal with uh, AAA, which is uh, Hispanic or Mexican. It's, it's the Mexican WWE, basically, to do partner with them. Mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm. uh, what was the guy? Uh, ch- uh, Sammy Guevara? Uh, Guevara. And he's champion the, over there? He's... I don't think he's like I don't think it's a weight classification championship. I think he's like the champion the of Triple A. The champ. You know how you'll have like your cruisers and your heavy, and then like yeah. your TV title or Universal or whatever you want to call it. I think that's who he is, and he's coming to wrestle at at, at All Elite. Yeah, so that's gonna be fun. He cut a um, promo that was kind of targeted at Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks. So I'm assuming him and some tag guys are gonna do a tag match with the Young Bucks and then he's gonna fight Cody Rhodes probably. That might that might happen. That I think that's what it's looking like. Um and they've announced some other stuff. Uh let me I'm getting to my list here. Uh as we get on here. Um Britt Baker was the first female they announced. I didn't I didn't mention her. That earlier. was from the first signing, yes. The first signing. Yeah. Uh the Lucha Brothers, which is Penta El Zero and Ray Phoenix. They're yeah, two and they're big, part of AAA. They're two big guys. They're gonna be uh there. If you watched uh on El Ray the Lucha Underground, yeah. that was about like thirty percent triple A wrestlers. Right. Uh and then the best friends of the tag team of Trent Beretta and Chuck Taylor, they've been in Ring of Honor, New Japan, going around. They're going to be there. And then the big name that was announced was, uh, I guess, Kenny Omega's contract is up within New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, and he is now with All Elite Wrestling. Now uh, officially with. And apparently at their first event, or that Double or Nothing, he's going to be wrestling Chris Jericho. It kind of looks that way. That's what the that's what it looks like. So it looks like they're assembling some talent. The, the only problem I have here is in the short term, this is going to be wildly successful, I feel like. Whatever expectations and standards they set, they're going to surpass. Yeah, I, I think uh, they don't have a TV deal yet that they've announced. Uh, I think that's coming. I think yeah, they're trying to find. There. I think they're trying to find a bigger network. I think, ironically, the place that they might wind up if the numbers are right is Turner Broadcasting. Yeah, who after Ted Turner sold WCW to WWE, swore wrestling would never be on a Turner station again until now. But here's the thing: with the move of SmackDown to Fox, uh, Fox coming up. There's going to be kind of this gap on what I'm going to call real cable, old yeah. school, 
real cable. You know, real cable. Um, and so I think there's a real opportunity there for for Turner to step in with the TNT or TBS and scoop up all elite and give it a, a, a weekly spot somewhere in the prime time. I think the problem they're going to run into is whatever bar they set for those first couple of shows, they're going to have to continue that. And if they do it on a weekly basis, it's going to have to be a weekly home run. Well, if they do, here's once they switch to a weekly basis, the problem is somebody actually has to be in charge. Because if you look at what Cody Rhodes is promising everybody, is creative control, big opportunity, big money matches, which is great, and he's right. right. When you do these once every three months, once every two month events, you can do that because you're not booking stories, you're booking matchups. You're just having a good time. Hey, Pac, you want to come over here and you want to fight Hangman Page and we're going to build Hangman Page up after you leave? Great, cool. Then let's just go out there and have a great match. It doesn't matter who wins because you're going to leave and he's going to stay and blah, blah, blah. And so the issue is someone's going to have to take the reins to guide a weekly show, and that immediately breaks the promise that Cody Rhodes is making, which is you're going to have control of your career. Right. And so eventually they're going to fall into the same problems that Nitro and, 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 and Raw had, which was who's making decisions, who's in charge. Well, yeah, not even that. I mean, with, okay, so WWE, they don't hit home runs every Monday. No, do they, they don't, no. They've got some, some lulls in the show. But, SmackDown has gotten bad. But they've got so much consistency that they can do that. But well, when you're all wrestling and you're just now starting on TV, you need – Every week, two weeks in the year, it. you need 104 straight weeks of crushing. Yeah, yeah. And depending on how much time they get. So here's the big thing. So with NXT, right, they only have an hour once a week on NXT. So it's like three matches and, and they've some got, promos. they've got a bunch of good wrestlers there. Right. But they don't get to feature them all the time. They basically are featuring the six matches that are going to be on the TakeOver coming up. Like That's the storyline going in. Yeah. For those three three months, really. Right, yeah. Um, so they have to get a good time slot. I mean, not time slot. They have to get enough time to be able to tell stories. Mm-hmm. And they can't overload their roster. That's why I think it'll be like an hour or two hours on a TNT or a TBS. And I, and I think what they'll do with that time is, yeah, they're only going to build up one or two storylines at a time. And then at their pay-per-view, they can they can rotate the who gets the feature on the weekly stuff. And that's how they can keep the... The, the bombs dropping every week, so to speak, the cliffhanger moments. Oh my gosh! Oh, because oh, you Stone Cold. Right, and then you go to the next week and you do you're doing a Rock Triple H story. Then you go back to the Stone Cold Undertaker story, and then you go back to Mankind and Kane, and like you can keep move ro- moving because you only have one hour. Yeah, and that'll help. I think but two hours would work better. Two hours might work, but it's but at some point, let's. I mean, if you've got if you've got a, a roster of twenty people. At I mean, that point, almost got twenty people now. I don't think they're done adding to it. That's what I'm saying. Is at that point, and if you really, and that was okay back then because it was a majority men's roster. Well, right. now they want to push the women as much, right? So you have to have enough time to give both so both sides what? enough so enough TV time. And so that's I the mean, problem: is just someone someone's going to be I dictating think, yeah. TV time. Someone's going to be dictating camera time. Someone's going to be show running. Forget about controlling careers. These people are going to come and go. But someone's going to be making and running a show. show yeah. And that's going to interfere. I think that's where the Young Bucks and Cody Rhodes want to step in. Chris Jericho, maybe. I don't know. But even then, someone else is in charge. Right. No, definitely. I mean, I mean so if I'm well, if even, I'm Hangman Page. Well, even at the, 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 inter- the pay-per-view they did, I mean, yeah, it was some matches that didn't have a whole lot. But, I mean, someone had to make the final decision who's going to win this match. Right. But I think a lot of those were already, like, everyone's buddies, and they had kind of already decided. I think that's what they're trying to build here. It's like, hey, but we're all buddies. But, but, that but eventually it's not going to happen right. that way. It's not going to stay like that forever. It, we, by week three, someone else is going to step in and go, listen, I'm Chris Jericho. I've been doing this 20-plus years. I want to be champ. I, I need you to drop this. I need you to drop these next two weeks when you guys wrestle, so that at the pay per view it's it's better. Right. Don't split it evenly. I need you to. I need a run here. I need a story. And listen, when we talk to wrestlers, you, you know they always agree to these things and they say, "Yeah, it's part of the game." When you get in the ring, it's a whole different story. Yeah. Sometimes. Do you want to keep losing? Right. All right. Let's jump out to break. When we come back, we're going to talk the current state of the WWE. You're listening to Nerd Thug Wrestling. What's up, Conroe? It's the Captain Joey Savage of Nerd Thug Radio. School is back in session, so let's talk about Cox ATA Martial Arts. As the leader in the American Taekwondo Association in North Houston, with two convenient locations, there's one in Conroe next to the Academy on North Loop 336, one in FMF 1488 in Magnolia. They have martial arts, self-defense, and leadership programs for everyone in the family. For those interested, check them out at coxata.com. 
And for those interested as well, mention Nerd Thug Radio to receive two free weeks of training. Cox ATA Martial Arts. We teach life skills, we build leaders, we leave a legacy. Hey, Haywood Jeffries, former Houston Oilers wide receiver on Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Wrestling. Oh yeah. I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. And if you haven't heard, we are the undisputed radio tag team champions of the world. That's true. And now we have our own wrestling show. That's accurate. That's better. Is it? I don't know. I kind of like being tag team champions of radio. We are the world tag team champions of radio. Yeah, I like that more than just having our own show. We already have And now we have our own wrestling show. I guess. As champions. Weren't we champions on the other ones? Yeah, but now we're champions of a wrestling show, too. I guess. I mean, you guys aren't champions on the sports show. Whoa. Nico can't help you. Whoa. He's like my manager, and I'm one half of the wrestling tag team championships. He's my valet. He yeah. looked good in a dress. He's a Leo Rush for you. He got a lot of leg. All right, let's talk... Um, Leo Rush. The current state of the big brands. Raw and SmackDown. Okay, all right. Uh, Where do you want to start? I don't. I think SmackDown's not doing very good. I don't know what's going on there. Since since the McMahon's showed back up a month ago, and they were like, "Hey, we hear you. We know things are struggling. Nothing's gotten better. SmackDown got worse." Well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, our truth is the United States champion. Now, listen, poor our truth. Like they've been using him for comic bits, and now he's for champion. Like two years, which he's been okay with. Well, I, I, has he been okay with it, or has yeah. he been, is he a company guy and he's been saying yes, sir? Well, he's making money. I mean, what else is he gonna do? I would say not going the indies. Yeah, well, I, I don't know. He probably could do all right in the indies. <laughs> At this point, though, he's got to be pretty old. Yeah, Archer's been old. around for a long. Yeah, time. he used to be K Quick. Oh my god, way back in the day. Is that pronounced quick? The truth, Ron Killings. <laughs> um, yeah, he's your champ. Uh, <laughs> I kind of like the Daniel Bryan bit a bit. Where oh god, I hate it. Like he's got the. I mean, he's he, the he's, a, he's belt. A, well, he's a very known vegan and like. Yeah, you know, I, I get it. Right. And they bring Eric Rowan back as his intellectual. Uh, you know, he's not my bodyguard. He's my peer. Yeah, he's my intellectual peer. Uh, it's just, it's at that time where we're going into elimination chamber. So there's six of them. So all six of them are just gonna fight it out for the next three weeks in various random ways. And I hate all six of them. Also, I don't think Elimination Chamber is that far away. I think it's, I think it's, it's coming like, up. It's in Houston. Yeah, it's like ten days away, bro. But I'm saying, like, that's what that's what they've been doing. They're just like, that's what we're gonna plug. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But Jeff Hardy's 110 years old. Randy Orton's the world's oldest 32 year old man. Yep. Uh, Samoa Joe is one of the least interesting wrestlers I've ever watched perform <laughs> in in a match. Uh, AJ Styles is kind of smacked down. Doubt. I would like to see him go back to Raw. Yeah. And do he's fought all these people a hundred times at right. this point. Uh, and then Mus- Mustafa Ali. Mustafa Ali. <laughs> yeah. Let's take a guy who never won the title on 205 Live, and let's throw him in the main event. Well, here's here's you know who Mustafa Ali is, and this is the problem. He is a smaller, less exciting AJ Styles, Daniel Bryan. Yeah. He's fighting both of them in this match. Yeah. <laughs> I am very on. This entire main event has been total garbage for the buildup. And I can all already see what's going to happen with uh, The Miz and Shane. They're going to lose to the Usos. Yeah. And set up a feud between them to fight each other at WrestleMania. Right. I can see the riding on the wall. Um, I think it's stupid that they just randomly put uh, Naomi and Carmella together. Like, oh, you lost? But guess what? Now you get to be in the tag team elimination chamber match. No, I thought they just, but they lost to Mandy Rose. I don't think they're going. No, they are going. Oh, I thought they, they announced weren't. they were the third team from SmackDown. So who are the three it's teams? It's Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. Okay. It's uh, Billy Kay and Peyton Royce. Right. Oh. How did they, wait? How did that happen? I don't know. And it's um, it's um, the two I just mentioned. Naomi and Naomi Carmella? and Carmella. That's stupid. And then on the other side, it's uh, Tamina and Nia Jax. Correct. Sasha uh, and Bailey. Sasha and Bailey, and then um, uh, Mandy Rose and Liv. No, oh, uh, Liv, Liv Morgan, Morgan and, and uh, the chick, the Viking girl. Yeah, yeah, the Viking girl. Logan. Logan. Sarah Logan. Yeah. I love. First of all, I love Liv Morgan and I love Mandy Rose. Like instead of putting That's Carmella, money right there. Instead of putting Carmella, and then it'd been it'd been cool to see him like bring someone up from NXT just because. Well, Nikki Cross was, was they she had a match with uh, Crazy Alicia Fox as her partner, and they were like Team Weirdos. Crazy. Team Crazy. And and that, ah! that should have that should have stuck. They should have put the two chicks from the Four Horsemen, Four Horsewomen, 
that are a tag team in NXT. They should just put them in there <laughs> to help. You know, cause I'm, yeah. I'm I'm assuming that Bailey and Sasha are going to win. Yes, absolutely. And so they could they could transition that into something. Absolutely, but they missed it. Um, I think the Mandy Rose Naomi storyline oh. has been one of the worst things. So dumb. It's so 1990s Vince McMahon television. It's it's, it's dumb. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I don't like. I th- it's a, it's a huge step backwards, and it just reeks of Vince McMahon. Like it, it's just one of those things where you know he was like, "We need some steam in the we ladies' need some division. Sex appeal. We need. We got all these wonderful ladies, and we're not doing anything with them. Let's have one of them cheat on the boyfriend. And it's like, hey, can you wipe the drool off the old guy's face? Right. Like, let's help him out here. And uh, then on the flip side, on Raw, I mean, Bobby Lashley. What? <laughs> I mean, what are you doing I, with him? Uh... <sighs> To think that guy was a huge key player in TNA for a long time. Champion. I, I like the nickname The Almighty. The Almighty. I like that nickname. I don't like him going around saying he's bigger, stronger, faster than Brock Lesnar because they have not met in a match. That's what they're, I guess, maybe trying to build towards, I guess. No, because he's doing his own little intercontinental stuff. Well, afterwards. Uh, what I want to see is before you say you're bigger, stronger, faster, I want Brock Lesnar to just show up one time and F5 him and be like, right. stop saying my name and then leave. Never have a match about it. Never even talk about it. Just he's like, listen, you can be the second biggest, strongest, fastest guy here. Stop talking about me. I think it's still a problem that your heavyweight champion or your universal champion isn't on the show every week. Oh, it drives me crazy. It's, it's with, that was played out last year with Roman Reigns and him. And in Roman, Roman, literally every time they would talk, we'd be like, hey, thanks for showing up today. And like made a big point about the fact that Brock and then lost there. and we're still doing it. It's dumb. And the thing of it is, is then you think, okay, well, they're going to give it to Finn Balor, who was the first Universal Champion. Right. And then he loses. And so now it's like, I don't I don't get it. I don't get the direction that they're going with this. Also, it made the Intercontinental look like a, a supplemental prize, where Finn Balor shows up after losing to Brock Lesnar. He's like, okay, well, if I can't be the Universal Champ, I want to be the Intercontinental Champ. I want to be that guy. And it's like, now you're just like chasing, chasing titles. And dude. I'm afraid they're about to push Baron Corbin again, which I'm not... Uh, happy about no I think this is a goodbye match for Kurt Angle I think it, I think at Wrestlemania it's either Kurt Angle Baron Corbin or Kurt Angle Braun Strowman Baron Corbin and uh, the other dude uh, the Irish guy whatever his name is that you love oh Drew McIntyre yeah I do like I, him and I think this is I think this is the only way Baron Corbin and Drew McIntyre get into Wrestlemania this year and I think it's a put Braun Strowman over as a super baby face and say goodbye to Kurt Angle by Kurt. And I think that's what it is. I think it's I think it's Kurt gets one more because they don't Bye have any, Kurt. They have no other nostalgia building right now, right? They don't have any other nineties yeah. wrestler interacting no, Undertaker or Cena. They do, they do, they do. Who? Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> He's back, baby. For the second week in a row. Is are they gonna keep bringing him back? He was in the Royal Rumble. Then he comes Monday night. And then he came back. And then he back comes back with Road Dog. Um, I, I think that was just. And then the guitar doesn't break. Yeah. That had to hurt real bad. Elias was on the side of the ring, and you could just see him, like, just throwing F bombs out there at the ref. Like, what happened to the guitar? What? He hit me in the wrong spot. Well, wrong you, guitar. Wrong guitar, I think is what happened. I think somebody grabbed the <sighs> wrong guitar. Like, so many people you could push, and you bring Jeff, <laughs> Jeff Jarrett. Jarrett. Remember when we were watching the, uh, the Royal Rumble when he came out, and I pointed out, like, Jeff Jarrett is literally the guy who brought TNA up and then ruined it, and he's also the guy who helped ruin WCW. And like, here he is. Here he is the WWE right with AEW circling the water. <laughs> like It's like, this is the worst I possible to bring. Let me fight. This is the worst guy to bring out there at that instant. Like It just screams like, hey, we, we're out of ideas for a minute. Yeah. They need more factions. <sighs> who would you do? I don't know, but they need more factions. We can't just say that. Like, like they should, got? like with the Daniel Bryan, they should add more people to that. To the what were they like? What would they call themselves? The Planeteers? Yeah, <laughs> Captain Planet, <laughs> Heart, Water. <laughs> um, I I hate the whole gimmick. I hate it. I hate it. It's so <laughs> obnoxious. It never works in wrestling where someone's going to be. I'm the smartest guy in the room. Yeah. It's a dumb. I gimmick. have to be champion because the planet needs me. And then he quotes like Jeffrey, uh, like Chaucer and stuff, and it's like, great, you read some really hard books because no one else knows what you're talking about. Right? It doesn't like the average fan doesn't know. No, and and listen, you could be intellectual and intelligent. It's insulting to think he's the only guy in a locker room of 200 people who's intelligent. I really feel like they should start a new corporation. I mean, they've already. I mean, the, let's play up how big. Triple H and uh, Stephanie are going to be on TV. Let's just start their own stable again. Uh, corporation version 2.0. Of the authority again? No. Not the authority. The corporation. Whatever you want to call it, it's the same thing. And corporation. It gets, it gets old. Corporation. It gets old. That's not the way to go. Corporation. No. Um, Bring the club back. 
maybe you do. Listen, there's a lot of guys who need a spot. Gals and Anderson need something to do. Yeah, put them with AJ Styles. Let's um, go. And then you and can Finn Balor. Let's go. The whole you, club. And then you could send the whole four of them somewhere else because the only one of them I like is Finn Balor. Uh, AJ Styles is great. He's phenomenal, actually. Uh, put him on Raw. Do you know he's been the least exciting champion I've watched in a very long time? AJ Styles? Yeah. 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 Well, you're not a very good wrestling fan either. Honestly, We've established this. I've liked almost everyone he's feuded with more than him. And every time he wins, I'm like... Again, you know what's gonna save WWE right now? What is two words? Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. I don't know where they're at, but it's it seems like they're, they're gone. coming back from injury, man. Yeah, they've been coming back. Apparently, for a Kevin while. Owens. Is, well, it's at a point now where I heard that they were talking about bringing Sami Zayn back before WrestleMania, but they were waiting to bring Kevin Owens back to like that Monday after, like as some kind of pop, like a superstar shakeup. Yeah. Apparently he's lost some weight, which if he has, I might not like him anymore. Yeah, because he was built like you. Yeah. you know, what is he was it? my equivalent. No one likes skinny Kevin Owens. I already don't even like fat Kevin Owens. <laughs> I love like, the fat Kevin Owens. They are they are the good works of a faction. They need a woman and then someone else. They need Alexa they Bliss. Need two, oh, my God. That would be perfect. Right? They do need Alexa Bliss. They need Alexa Bliss, and then they just need like a big ugly thing, a like big ugly guy, like, like uh, well, Luke uh, Luke Harper, Luke Harper, yeah. Oh man, if Luke <laughs> Harper, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, and Alexa, Alexa Bliss walked out together, you'd be like, "This just say." I'd wrestling. order a T-shirt like right there on the spot. I don't even have money, but I'm gonna order yeah. a T-shirt right I'll, right now. I'll go twenty dollars and then the thirty dollars bank fee in debt to get that. Here shirt. we go. Yeah, yeah. Charge me seventy five dollars <laughs> for the shirt. <laughs> oh man. Wrestling's fun. It is, but, you know, I, I love watching wrestling. I enjoy it, and I love that we're going to do this show now. And I love that I've been getting to do the roundup thing. It's, sometimes it's so frustrating as you're watching, though, and you're like, you know, or you feel like you know the better. Like, there's so many people. Alexa Bliss, they could they stop doing the Moment of Bliss anytime now. Yeah. She showed back up in Royal Rumble, looked great. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Um, but they love them some talk shows. They do. They so stupid. They've I always had the the Mizzes and yeah, then the I Truth stole it. I do too. I, I, I don't get it. Um, we didn't even get to talk about NXT and while they're doing with that too. We'll we'll jump on that next week. That's almost like we have a weekly show now. Yeah, we do. <laughs> well, that's gonna wrap it up for Nerd Thug Wrestling, the premiere episode of NTW. I'm the Captain Joey Savage, Corey DLG. Same Nerd Thug time. Same Nerd Thug champions. Yeah.